There we go. Okay. That'd be the first take. So we have no allotted name for the podcast that we're trying to. No, I guess not. Here, not, not yet. I mean, we don't even have an allotted name for the website. Oh. Or the. This will all come to fruition domain. later, I guess. Starting from square one. Introductions. Um, I am Kevin Vandrew. I'm Cody Schaefer. Uh, we are two twenty-year-old-plus people living in Las well, Vegas. Well, we're not twenty. No, not <laughs> let's 20 make that anymore. clear. <laughs> yeah, but we are we are associated with twenty-some. We are in our twenties. Yeah, which would make us a twenty-something. And I guess that might be pitch that later. Come up it's, with a title. It's definitely. I don't want to say that we we are at all qualified to be the spokesman <laughs> of this generation of twenty-something. <laughs> right, but I I. Th- think that we're there enough that we kind of yeah. are starting to make sense. I know sense that your average undergrad is probably more intelligible than I am <laughs> at a 20-something, but... Um, well, then let's do some background. Do you want to start? Or oh, I'm backgrounding. Um, I don't know. I guess I find normal people interesting. I find fucking people watching interesting. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know how interesting this will be to other people, but... Um, I'm 24 years now. I was born on January 1st, which everyone thinks is fucking amazing. It's like you were the first <laughs> child. You know what it is? It's that years. it's that you could always figure out your exact age almost perfectly. Because today <laughs> you are 24 years, five months, and two days old. I can do that off the top. I can't do that with my age. Oh, that's my true. Age. It's a bit more calculations involved. But like, I had. I was beat by another child. I was born in an Air Force base, <laughs> and he was two hours ahead of me. And um, it was it, it, it. I think it really pissed me off because we weren't always the most like richest family or anything like that. But if you're the first child born of the new year, apparently you get pun- a bunch of free shit like Pampers <laughs> for a whole year. But you missed. Clothes. So you missed, I missed out on it. that. I missed the mark. That's my life story. That that kind of does sum it up, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? Oh, I don't really know where you could note. go from there. Uh, well, like you know. Air Force Base, parents get divorced, parents get back together, they get divorced again, and then I am the second child of, of five? Yeah, five. Because, <laughs> take a pause, because I consider the twins as one u- unified person. Okay. I don't really count them separately, which, that's probably going to be their life story well, there. Let's let's back up a little bit. So you've got, your parents were together when yeah. you were born. Yeah. Then they divorced. Then they divorced. After you had a you had a sister, yeah, you had an older brother, you a sister. Mm-hmm. They divorced, and then and then what happened? Because I think this is interesting, so I think you should go into this. Oh, um, <laughs> there was it was it's weird. Like people usually have good reasons to get back together. My mom's was nothing more than I think I should have another child. Like maybe it was the end of her maternal clock, and she just didn't know who to get back with. <laughs> maybe her options were that limited that she went running back to my father, and then. As luck would have it, she had two more childs right before like menopause started kicking in, which I, I even I noticed. I, I don't. Even, I think I just finished that chapter in health class, and I was like, my mom is psycho, and now I know the reasons. I, I just always like you always referred to it as a one night stand. Yeah, it's pretty much it was. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. What? So they, did, but they did get remarried. They. Or did, Dri- they, did they never really... Vegas fashion, drive-through, okay. they did that. And then they probably got McDonald's afterwards, because my dad's not a man of class at all. <laughs> right. Yeah, so... <laughs> okay, and then this is new. I didn't know that they were divorced again. Yeah, well, I think it 
it is the story of Las Vegas in and of itself. They also got my aunt and uncle got remarried at the same fucking drive through. They just followed. They just trailed they just right did, like, in. Two, like yeah. two carpool. Wow. Carpooled <laughs> right up. They both got married and they both got divorced. So definitely, Vegas marriages don't really last. They even made fucking yeah. thousands of movies off of that, which you know the plot's really thin. I, I just wonder <laughs> like how much commitment you have to begin with if you're. Just driving through? Driving through, yeah. Uh, I think it's just a marriage loophole. It's like, I'm going to get in there and then get out. <laughs> I wonder I wonder about the statistics, though. The statistics? That. Do you need a prenub or just people already look at this as a joke? Like, I'm not giving you any money. No, I mean, it's just, this. it's it's a legitimate marriage. That's so, no. You know, you have to, you get the license, you get the certificate and everything. It's You are drunk, you're getting married to an Asian woman who barely speaks in English by <laughs> Elvis, and then she takes everything <laughs> afterwards, and you're just like, oh, shit. I'm off the booze for the rest of my life. Or maybe even more so, more booze for the rest of your life, because I wow. wouldn't want to remember that either. Okay, what were we talking about? Um, oh my. So that so that brings you here now. That makes me here now. Somehow. Yeah. There's a 14-year age gap between me and the twins. So, wow. Yeah. It, you, you feel bad? You're like, maybe I should... It's, <coughs> it doesn't even... It's weird. They don't even... I love them. They're my brothers. I understand and realize that they don't really feel like brothers. I don't know if that makes me a terrible person. They feel like distant cousins or something like that. Even though we have the same mom, I just feel like... I, well, I don't know, you know how to... Well, I, yeah. <laughs> Life experiences are just fa- too far separated. I mean, they're, like... They're not really... Me and my brother enough. were like a year apart, and as soon as like he got pubic hair, he goes like, guess what's happening to you? And I'm like, no! <laughs> it's like, I'm fat and chubby. I don't need this. I don't... They're still not at a... It's, there's been so much time that you... It's hard to find common ground with. Yeah, them, absolutely. Yeah, okay, I mean, when, when they were younger, it was easy. Blue's Clues. It's like I could sit through Blue's Clues, <laughs> and you love Blue's Clues, and let's do this because I I like mystery movies, so I guess that kind of helped that a lot. <laughs> Dora Dora was kind of more annoying because they have worse sing-alongs. I guess it wasn't well thought out, but I'm not a Dora fan. She tends to annoy me. That bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, the, the huge age gap. Really feel bad about that. Wish I can get more uncomfortable. I mean, they're they're working towards it. And they're totally geeking out since since all they do is stay at home. They watch YouTube. They read Spider Man's blog. I didn't even know he had a blog. <laughs> and he, they love Star Wars just immensely. And then also Bionicles. They're huge Bionicle fanatics. And I was a Lego yeah, person, that but that those are more technical and stuff like that. And hmm. I just like I used to thought I was smart when I built like this little house for my little police officer, but they have these giant bionicles. They have giant nuclear warheads mounted onto them and just epic battles and it doesn't compare to my my layman fucking Lincoln log cabin that I built for my firefighters and police officers and stuff. But yeah, so um that's the family where I come from. <laughs> and uh you you're the first child, so that's the guinea pig usually yeah, most families. That's kinda that's kind of how it went. I come from a family that is the most average, normal, completely unweird family you could imagine. Cheerleaders, football which, players. Which makes them so and bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the oldest, mm-hmm. and my, <laughs> my, my parents met in high school, and they... My mom got pregnant at six, 16, and I was born. She was 17, and... They got married a year later, mm. and they've Jeez. been married ever since, Ugh. which is remarkable. That doesn't that doesn't happen. That doesn't, so I, not anymore. That doesn't stick. Drive even, even then, I mean, it didn't. That's really, what? you know, they planned their their mar- their yeah. wedding. It wasn't a drive through thing, but he did propose over the phone. Oh, <laughs> romantic. Yeah, yeah, you uh, know, it, very romantic. But I guess 
you know, it's just really, I, I do appreciate that, that, what that is, and the fact that they're actually still in love, and that they still... Wasn't it? Was it over the phone, like, we really should get married? Was it plain? Or, like, he, look I, out in the sky, I have well, a skywriter you know, airplane thing. <laughs> you know, just look up there. No, like, no was, one does that anymore. no way that How dramatic. do you plan that, anyway? <clears throat> Your house is in the east, and then they're like, okay, you just have a drunk fucking pilot, fighter pilot that like, I think used to have flashbacks of Vietnam. In and, Vegas, it's easy, because anywhere yeah. you, you look up in the sky, you're going to see the same thing. Is it going to be backwards, though? Is it ever backwards? Or is it just, I guess... I think they would know... Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, like, what happens... Like, <laughs> one of those... In reversible names and stuff. Like well, that. Th- th- anyway, that's not what he did. Right. He called, and I'm probably already a few months old. And he called, and he's like, "Well, we should get married, huh?" Yeah. And my mom was like, "Ah, I guess." And and they did. And they've. It, what's interesting is because, I mean, you think about it. Think back to when you were 17, 18, yeah. 19. You know, and you. Ooh, not ready for that. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> like you really mature a lot in those yeah. few years, and so I. Th- I think I kind of grew up with my parents. That's kind of how it feels. Weird. Like so they were my and stuff like they that. were my parents. It's just by the time I was eighteen, mm. instead of you know I was a te- I was a terrible rotten teenager. Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't. I actually was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> they just didn't realize how bad teenagers could be. Oh, okay. So anything I did was awful. And then my sister after me, you know, beat me at everything. Paved the way. So, right? so then they <laughs> then they realized that I was that I was saint you know, compared to her because it, it got pretty bad you know to the point where once she, she i was a senior when she was a sophomore i think and so that's when she started getting into like the party scene mm-hmm. and i was never into that i was always at home being a geek yeah and but they still you know when i when she was even younger and i was in high school and hanging out with my friends like she i was always getting into trouble with them but once she started actually <laughs> doing crazy things they they were they would always you know tell her like oh what why can't you be more like your brother just stay home all the time oh, uh, <laughs> you have no life why can't you do that <laughs> isolate I, yourself by then they let up on me but it yeah. was it was like a, it was a little too late by then oh really? like i was i was quiet i was really like in high school i was not i was not a partier either like people are like bear i was like all right i, I like being the designated like key keeper of the whole group it's like you come over you yeah. get sloshed i will keep all your keys and i'll carry all the drunken girls like and lock them in various people's cars which i think was even kind of a scary fact for some reason that made what? sense to me yeah i don't know it's like you're you're vomiting everywhere i'm gonna put you in this person's car and i'm locking you in there and i'm rolling down the window partially and that's Pretty scary. I would, no, I would be, nothing ever bad ever came of it, but I'm sure I could have devised a better system at the time. The but. few parties that I did go to, I was always, you know, people didn't like me because I'd always be like following them. By the end of the night, I'd be like, no, you shouldn't drive home. Oh, you got to nag them. You're the mom. <laughs> and, they, and they'd be like, dude, leave us alone. <laughs> All right. Well, that was, yeah. Uh, the drunken girl was the closest I ever got to girls in high school. I just that was it. That's that's why probably why I was sober. I was like, this is my yeah. chance. I will be this woman's knight in shining armor. Like, you know, I, just, that's what I, that was. That was my <laughs> high school like sweethearts. There was multiple of them. Just uh, vomited on me. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have any sort of luck like that. No. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have good times in high school. I reflect and I was like, I should have. I should have stayed around. You know, get the twenty year reunion. But honestly, like, I'd, I'd twenty years from now, I'd go back and I'm like, what have you done? I'd be like, well. I did a podcast once. <laughs> this is probably like the biggest milestone I've done so far. I'll go to the reunion and it'll be, it'll be funny. But no, definitely when I was in high school, I was terrible. I I hated it. I was not 
paying attention to anything. Yeah. I might as well have not gone. That's I mean, that's how I feel now. Yeah. And it, and looking back, like I know what I could have done differently, but it's kind of like what are you what are you gonna do? Yeah, I didn't pay attention in high school. My I think the biggest highlight that I had in high school there was this name. There was this girl named Ashley. Actually, something I had English class with her, and the reason why it was the highlight because it was the first time I ever got to, to first base, got to fondle, got to hit, hit, feel some breasts. Like I've never. Are you never, using her real name? Huh? I don't. I don't even know her last name. So it's oh, just okay. Ashley. She was in this class, and there's okay. probably only three people that'll piece it together, and probably only one person that'll ever listen to this. So, like, <laughs> we were reading about Helen Keller and everything, like how magical and wonderful the Miracle Worker was, which I only remember half the story, anyways. Just you know, um, she was a communist. I didn't know that. Yeah, we'll talk about her later. Um, because that's funny. She she didn't she she toured places and was like I well, now talk. With what my... do you know about Helen Keller? You know she was blind and deaf. Yeah. Okay. She's not famous for that. No. You realize she was like a like a she was actually a very important person at her prime. The reason we don't learn anything about her later in life communist? is because she was an avid like communist and people were inspired by her story anyway <laughs> but like that's what she promoted mostly fdr comes around you are a disease <laughs> helen keller deaf dumb blind people okay anyway back to your ashley story ashley story yeah, so we're so we were like well let's like experience a, a life as deaf dumb and blind so we got ear- headphones on blindfolds and we had our own miracle worker which i forget it was my friend named uh 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 he was I forget the kid's name. Anyway, oh, one of my stoner friends and stuff <laughs> okay. like that was guiding me through the halls. Like, hey, 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 just guided me and stuff like that. And you have your arms out because you're freaking out. And you're not going to walk. You know, you're just everyone's zombie walking and stuff like uh-huh. that. And apparently, like, I'm swinging and swaying as he's just kind of, his name was Wally. I remember his name. Okay. And uh, so Wally's, like, guiding me around and stuff like that. And apparently, I had, like, full palm on breast. And my teacher saw this. And I didn't even know I got to first base. <laughs> but afterwards, I wasn't even embarrassed. I was proud of myself. <laughs> proud that I was apparently a rapist. <laughs> that 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 was your and she like she didn't even fucking mind which was mind-boggling to me because I respect women like immensely and so much that I don't even talk to them so <laughs> so like apparently I felt up on her breast and I'm like oh my god that's the first time I ever spelt a boob and I have no idea what it fucking feels like I'm probably can cop a feeling myself and probably get a better idea but... <laughs> so that was the highlight of my school life that, school that was life. the highlight of high school for you wow. yeah everything else was just <laughs> shite yeah really yeah no I, and people daydream the fuck out of high school days. I know. Why? I don't know. Like, I do never, you? No, I never found any interest in like a in like opening up my high school yearbook and be like, oh, I miss these. People. They were all fucking assholes. Yeah. I mean, there was something yeah. cool. I and mean, if you people are listening, awesome. Thank you. But <laughs> I think everybody that I really kind of had any good connection with out of high school, I still talk to. Mm-hmm. And you know, I remember. Uh, graduation day for me was such an eye-opener yeah because it was seriously like that day i realized what a bunch of bullshit it all was (laughs) and and it's it like it's like i went on and never looked back and that day i called this girl that had been stringing me along you know all senior year playing these stupid high school games and after talking to her for like a few minutes i just hang up and i just think to myself what that's been a waste and I've never talked to her since. And then, and then I went to all the parties afterwards and all the people that, you know, were kind of like superficially my friends in high yeah. school. And it was always kind of like, you know, there, there's just some people where it's kind of like, are we, or are we, or like, what is this? And, you know, girls mostly, but you um, know, what even, kind of even guys can be, yeah. Like, and it's always kind of like, oh yeah, we're friends. And then they do something, you know, totally fucked up to you. And you, yeah. you, know, you, you just kind of don't know where you stand. And then, I just remember at the, these parties, like them just being completely gone 
and I remember not feeling any remorse that I was never going to see them again. <laughs> and that and that was great. That really was. That was probably nice. It was. It was, it was I couldn't imagine it. My graduation night being any better than ending up at Denny's at 3 a.m. Wow. with some crazy waitress. And <laughs> Helen Keller herself teaching you about communism <laughs> with her left hand. While she, she comes in and, and my friend orders a pink lemonade and she's like, what are you, just, just say cherry lemonade. It sounds like a fag. Yeah, <laughs> see, there you go. Communist right there. <laughs> and it, and it's, it's like, wow, that's, that's exactly what I wanted for my waitress at Denny's. Wow. <laughs> So that's bigotry now served at Denny's, <laughs> four ninety nine Grand Slam. Yeah, every yeah. Monday, and we love that waitress too. We went back and asked for her a few times. Really, always at two a.m. Yeah, I want the fag bashing waitress. <laughs> it's good times. So finally, she wasn't there, and the lady that they had replaced her um, actually told us this story about like how she killed somebody on a motorcycle, and we never went back because <laughs> she creeped us out so much. <laughs> like, there's a fine line between creepy waitress and homicidal maniac I yeah, guess <laughs> it's definitely like you don't you keep it really topical I don't think I want to get in depth on a waitress because if I'm looking at you and here you are your prime like 30 somethings which is 10 years from our somethings uh-huh. like um and you're working at Denny's I, I really want my food and not that side <laughs> of depression that you're about to serve me yeah. when I ask hi how are you Man, well, the worst, the worst thing that happened to me, well, it, that's not, yeah. yeah. How'd you lose that arm? Motorcycle accident. <laughs> See, that one's acceptable, but it's like, how'd you lose your arm? Well, I had the psychotic boyfriend who's just now getting out of jail, and what and, happened? You know, then? it wasn't even that. It was yeah. just a completely unsolicited, I'm going to tell you guys something that will disturb you. Yeah. And and we sat and listened, and it it was we were never the same. Maybe she just. <laughs> I can I can, I can never eat Denny's moons uh, over my hammy with, with and without that feel, guilt. Like, yeah, it's, odd eerie sense. Like I well no I have guilt anyway. That man died for this moons <laughs> over my hammy. Ooh, like the like the mix of fucking um a mix of the eggs and that patty form that they have all prepackaged and made is like the brain matter that was splattered on the road. This is making me hungry. Um, I can't so, wait for okay. those burgers to be done. So let's. <laughs> so. Where are we now? Where are we? Are uh, we we're still doing introductions, and I figure we're going to do this for a while. Yeah. I So after high school, that's when we actually became friends. I knew you. I've known yeah. you since middle school. Yeah. But I knew you as this guy who was always quiet and sleepy and probably mostly on drugs. Yeah. I, don't, I still don't know no if that's drugs. accurate. That was, all, that was all self-induced drowsiness and stone-looking and red-eye and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. You played it off so well. Nobody, nobody would have guessed that you were not high yeah. every, every minute of the day. I was, I was a straight-edge <laughs> motherfucker. Well, I, I take that back. I smoked copious amounts of pot when I was 14. Like, I skipped cigarettes and everything. That's, where I'm, that's when I met you. Yeah, yeah. But, like, that was different. Like, I would do that. It was definitely a weekend warrioring kind of oh, okay. ordeal that I had. And that was every now and then. That's when I was hanging out with this kid named Dylan Mills. Oh, I remember. Dude, I've known Dylan since... I knew him in kindergarten. Yeah, well, see... We were best friends, and like, you understand how weird grade. that man was. Yeah. I, well, we I were best friends. Since, that yeah. guy was like, it was my only fucking friend I really had, really. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I had we had Stephen Partial, but that's that's a later story. But um, but yeah, me and Dylan Mills and stuff like that, we would hang out with hard fucking core and like uh, yeah, and started smoking pot and playing D and D in like this incense lit fucking room and everything. Really? Yeah, yeah. I like I had that. no idea what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> I got twelve sided die, and he's like, "You got this." I'm like, "That's fucking great." Like that's I felt like did. I was having Sorry, I some kind of progress somewhere in my life. It might as well be on paper because that's as much as what a fucking <laughs> high school degree was, right? So I didn't feel it was too far fetched. But um, you know, that whole mystical shit really. It's it's I still kind of hold on to that. I'm really fucking nerdy and <laughs> dorky and shit. But like um, so yeah, Dylan Mills. We were uh, 
people call this unibrow because I shaved off both of my eyebrows and he decided to just go half-assed and only have one. So since we were pretty much conjoined at the fucking hip, we were just the fucking unibrow kids. Yeah, because yeah, there's one eyebrow. One eyebrow between the two of us. <laughs> Uh, and then, that's um, that's cool. Well, okay, so I did know you, but yeah. you were not talkative at all. No. And the, th- the thing that happened with me was that after high school, all my friends went and served their missions. Yeah. Because we're Mormon. Very Mormon. We should probably... Oh, wait, I was Mormon. Oh, I'm still a Mormon. We, we're both, sh- we in, both are. Yeah. But we've both gone through different phases of of it. In and out and in and out. And in yeah, and out. Which, is, which is totally fine. Yeah. We're not going to get too much into that right now uh, i'm not a not a hyper religious person i think it's groovy but yeah that's a whole fucking that's a whole nother podcast yeah we'll see and see i i can be and i have been yeah and yet i don't i don't think i come off that way at all uh, at least i would hope not it's like i love i love rated r movies i love cursing i fucking love tattoos i like boobs <laughs> but porn depresses me well that's a that's a whole nother topic yeah, yeah that makes sense just, yeah it's a lot of sidetrack no my, my wife and i yeah that's we also watched a lot of radar movies and, yeah <clears throat> you know we get some curious stares at church sometimes we're like because we're like the hipster kids at yeah. church you know anyway so they my friends are my best friends through high school were a little bit older than me and so they left a year earlier than i did and mm-hmm. then i was left with nothing to do and no friends <laughs> Jesus. and that's when i met kevin and that's when i and we actually started talking at church yeah just one day one sunday like what the I, hell was that i you know, thought I you and know. i was like you're cody shaver i remember yeah that. we were just like walking in the hallways and saw each other and just started talking and then i ended up staying longer at church yeah because you're you, we had there was like a block schedule and yeah, you yeah showed up an hour later than i did and stayed an hour later and i ended up staying and going to the class with you and that was awesome because we were like inseparable for the next year yeah yeah until i left yeah and then that was all you were doing yeah <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the falling out starts there. No, um, yeah, but I mean, like, then we have the express walk years, which followed afterwards. Which was the same year. Yeah. And that's, that's... <laughs> that, that, it was that summer. That was the pinnacle of, of I think, my life, actually, was <laughs> working in a Chinese restaurant in a hole in the wall next to Smith's, right next to the, like, uh, the health district. Was, it's, it's the dirtiest fucking lot that I've ever seen in my life. But you never got your health card. Never got my health card. No <laughs> it was right got, next door. Well, yeah, they didn't, they didn't... And he didn't care, no. No, they didn't care. They didn't... Like, we... Yeah, they had to be getting something under the table, whether it's free Chinese food or just like, or we just he just paid them right out of pocket. Yeah, I, I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think they ever came and checked. Or no, something. They, they ate there a lot though. Did they really? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was fucking phenomenal. That's, I thought that it was is, hilarious. Yeah. I mean, we got our shots. We're not spreading like hepatitis C and right. shit everywhere, but no one wanted to sit through that shitty fucking video for an hour, so none of us got oh, our health gosh. cards. I know. Yeah, but that that, that <laughs> restaurant was. Awesome. We watched whatever movies we wanted to watch. We yeah, like I, I let's, let's back up. It was called it was called Express Walk. Express Walk. But we shortened it to Ewok. Yeah. And you worked there, mm-hmm. and a couple of our other friends worked there, and my I my roommates worked there. Yeah, both I of live them. with them now. Yeah, and that's how deep these veins go. <laughs> and and they're both married. Yeah, and they're both girls. And, and I'm and still single, and I'm still playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> and so I would go there every day because I loved the fucking sesame chicken. Yeah. And Joe knew how to he fucking was, cook. The guy that ran, ran the place was a, was a really good cook. He ate his own fucking cooking, I will tell you that. Really? He ate the egg foo young every now and then, but his favorite thing was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and sometimes he'd even fry that shit on a wok for himself. Nice. But he never really ate his own cooking. Like, he cooked he cooked delicious fucking, like, the best Chinese <laughs> food that I ever had, but it was just strictly for the white man, apparently. Like, he tainted his own <laughs> culture that he didn't want to touch it or something like that. That's funny. So I was like, where do you eat Chinese food? Because you don't eat your own stuff. He goes, well, I go over to Food Express. And I was like... <laughs> wow, and you ripped them off or something like that's Express funny. Walk, Food Express. Yeah, they're off of a. Uh, they're on uh, 
Decatur and uh, is it a Chinese restaurant? Yeah, it's a Chinese restaurant. Oh, every Chinese restaurant is like some form, form of express walk or express fast or, or, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and <laughs> no, I, I that that was fun, and we would sit and watch TV and movies all day. Yeah, I remember I offended one of our own a Mormon guy. I was watching the Chappelle show and it was that skit where they're doing like the parody of uh, Sesame Street, but it's all about drugs and you know getting herpes and stuff yeah, like that. I, and the guy walks up there, I want my money back. I was like, Are you serious? Yeah. He, I was like, What? He's like, I'm offended by this. He, he was a he yeah. wanted a refund because of the shit you were watching on yeah, TV. Yeah, I was like, I could I could turn it off. He's like, No, I want my money back. He's like, You see this? And he holds out those stupid fucking like rubber band, uh, those uh remember bracelets and stuff like that. You know the main. Yeah, uh, I don't even know what that is. You never seen those? People have those multiple colored like crappy rubber what, bracelets. Like a Lance everywhere. Armstrong thing. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, there's breast cancer. <laughs> there's, like, remember the Alamo. All kinds oh, yeah. Of I had, I had a couple like of those that. on my mission. Yeah. Ugh. Terrible. Anyway, it's like, it's, it's like, it's the, it's the personal equivalent to, like, uh, that fucking ribbon on your back of your car. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. They, oh, they, they, they were, they were really big, like, yeah. in 04, 05, 06. They always say they're donating them to charity. They're a dollar each. Yeah. It's minimal fucking materials. Where is that money going? I don't think. Administration costs. Oh. Gross. But they, they, good thing the the fat that they were kind of a fat and yeah. were over it. Ugh, I'm glad it's gone. So what but did anyway, it, what did his bracelet say? CTR, though? choose the right. I'm like, holy shit! I defended my own. I was like, <laughs> I am Mormon too. I could break that code. I know what CTR means. And he was offended by Ch- okay. Chappelle show. And I'm like, oh, come on, like forgive and forget, aren't we? Christians like that's here? yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like choose the right. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. She's the right. I was like, it's you want not free being food? an asshole. Like, Apparently what? that was your right answer. I'm going to be a dick now. I was like, I'm sorry I offended. And I was like, honestly, if I offend, I don't mean it. I was like, I will apologize if I've gone to that length. But, you know, being offended, it's definitely a choice that someone makes. I mean, like, you can just let shit roll off your back. Like, man, you're a stupid fucking honky. And I'd be like, yeah, well. Yeah. But that, that was pretty cool. Like, how many places would you walk into a Chappelle public place and like, watch Chappelle show? Yeah. That, that is a little weird. Like I was sensitive. If a kid walked in, you know, I'd change it over to, like, yeah. Land Before Time or something like that. Eight. <laughs> Most of the time. I remember watching A Hard Day's Night there. Yeah. And, like... Anything goes at that fucking place. It was awesome. Late, if, we, if we were, like, late, we'd be watching Conan O'Brien mm-hmm. on DVD or something, you know? Yeah. It's fucking amazing. That was, <laughs> that was the happy days. I don't know if too many people had, like, a hip fucking happy days place to be honest it's like a soda shop or you something you know like the that. thing was it it wasn't like that because there wasn't always crowded it wasn't like yeah. a hip place to go it was hip for like the six of us <laughs> that hung out there and every once in a while played like trivial pursuit or yeah. something it wasn't that great and like i remember like telling everybody about it and like my parents would go there with me once and they yeah. were not impressed with the food <laughs> and i i thought it was Hard the best critics, shit there was man. and you know it was it was just fun i mean Cause it's I I like it because it's like when you have a group of friends and they're all centrally they're all, located yeah they're all in one yeah. place I mean that just makes it so much easier yeah like if anyone had to rally like the troops that's where you met you start at ground zero like even if the place was ground fucking zero. closed yeah we go over to New York and just sit there and cry and read those crappy poems but like we would we would go into that Smith's parking lot and just hang out there until yeah. everyone gathered yeah. and that was just the point the pinnacle of like all that. Yeah. That fucking year, pretty much. Yeah. Like that. And I and I always liked that I could call you guys like five minutes before closing and like fix me up some sesame chicken yeah. and I'll be there in ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you could bribe people that way. It's like, man, I didn't eat my food. You want food? You got to do something for me. It's like, I want a movie. I need a ride home. Like, I need five dollars for gas. Like anything. Yeah. I think I think you're right though when you say that that was the pinnacle. Like everything that I've done since has been trying to get back. Not get back. That sounds so pathetic and nostalgic. Ugh. But it's just like that seemed like such a free time. 
Yeah. That being said, I am aware that that entire summer I was incredibly depressed and angry about everything. Yeah. So I realize now that even, and that's because of, you know, you have your memories that you remember and then you have like a journal that you keep and mm-hmm. you write in your journal when you're angry and you remember good things. So when you put the two together, you kind of get a clear picture of, picture of what actually was going on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was fun and there's some good things that I remember, but at the same time, like yeah, I used to I, write in a journal and I had thousands of them and then I burned them all. I was like, it's all a lie. This is not me. <laughs> I got rid of that. Yeah, I, killed, well, this actually, I killed that dark side again. This actually brings me to something that I did want to talk about and that is the progression of social networking sites. Oh. Because that year, 2004, that was the peak of LiveJournal. Right. If oh, you yeah. go on anybody's LiveJournal, there will be, and you, you can click on the calendar view mm-hmm. and 2004 will be full. And then 2003 might have a few, 2005 maybe, but there's nothing past 2006. And that's that's pretty much general for everybody that I know yeah. who was on LiveJournal. And that was it. That was the internet at that time was, <laughs> was LiveJournal. And we kind of, like, there was a few, like, diary journal sites that were around before that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't quite social networking yet. It was like Zango or something Zango, like that. Open Diary was yeah, one yeah. that I was on. I know a lot of people on Zango. There was a few others I can't even remember, but they were so obscure. Yeah. They kind of all met at LiveJournal. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, it was really cool to be on LiveJournal. Yeah. You know, like my little sister wasn't on LiveJournal. And people people would always have those really passive fights. Like, I can't believe this person. Like, yeah. be really vague. And they knew who the fuck was it going was, on. It's like, it was vile on there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You'd have I, full out fucking verbal wars and stuff and, like that. And the thing was, is because it was so... It was kind of it was kind of darker, you know. Mm-hmm. When when you when MySpace came out, there was tons of pictures, and you got to peek into people's lives a little bit more. Yeah. You didn't get that with LiveJournal, and I yep. think people liked that security. And nobody, nobody could know what I'm. Most people had little cartoons or celebrities. It's more of a pimpish kind of thing. You're like whoring yourself right. out there. Exactly. That's what I really feel like. Exactly. That's, that's the time to. That's it, MySpace. You're just like it's all about yeah. me. It didn't <sighs> it didn't center around the the yeah. blog idea, which what which was what LiveJournal was. It was just strictly blog styles yeah and, you know. <laughs> i think myspace is all about the pictures and various fucking yeah. ad well like about 2005 is when i think i got a myspace and it mm-hmm. took a while to get it going but 2007 2008 was like the the myspace years and suddenly it, it kind of grew yeah. and my sister was on myspace and all my siblings and all, like the people that are slightly younger than us that wouldn't have been on live journal because it was too hip yeah and then, and then it's gone from there. It's gone to Facebook, which is really weird because now my parents are on Facebook. Yeah, I noticed that. You know? like, would you like, you know, what is your dad's name? Like Gary. Yeah, Gary Schaefer. You both graduated <laughs> from El Dorado High. School. <laughs> Fuck no, I don't want to be friends with Cody's you guys dad. Both graduated from. Yeah, I was like, that's that's really fucking creepy. So yeah, so <laughs> so my parents are on Facebook. Yeah, and everybody's parents and people that are completely unhip Pez's, are on Facebook. Pez's mom's on Facebook and she is adorable. Yeah. Like she uses it every day and she gives me like motherly encouragement. <laughs> I was like, man, that's more. Yeah, there's a lot of like people on from my mission that are on Facebook that uh-huh. were like kind of like motherly figures. Sarah's mom is on Facebook mm. and she, I remember she tried to figure it out and she ended up taking a ton of quizzes about Battlestar Galactica and like that's what she uses Facebook for and so Facebook got really uncool really fast yeah and then Twitter happened and apparently John McCain uses Twitter and so there's no hope there Ugh. but that's that's my whole point is that there's this evolution of social network John McCain going. twittering you like and constantly how- on your phone like god damn it bowel movements are slowing down today yeah, it's like, as soon as the Senate gets a hold of something then it's it's probably 
no longer like because the media is all over that twitter that's yeah check out my and i don't twitter. get it it's like yeah. it's like they had to find something but my whole point is that it started with this like really weird underground thing that we kind of latched onto very early on yeah and i think that i think that gives us more credit than <laughs> than it does the people younger we were than cooler us who, than you now yeah yeah we were the cool kids we who had live journals and it's, shit it's like looking, ourselves out first and if you go back to live journal now and go back to like your journal and your old, your old friends' journals, and it yeah. just feels so empty. Like no one's been there in years. It's like yeah. this big, dark, empty. Hello, room. hello. And you yeah. see your fucking voice <laughs> echo into eternity yeah, in this but, old journal. But I noticed people were so much more personal on it, yeah. and they divulged so much more I think, because I think because we didn't like know I, better. Probably that's that's part of it. But no one really gets that in depth into themselves on on MySpace because you're so exposed on MySpace, and yeah. even more so on Facebook. But back then, I think there was this like wall and it was like what happened on live journal didn't happen outside and and stayed there yeah now it's where vegas stole its motto (laughs) (laughs) but with the whole twitter thing twitter i found it entertaining for a while and then i started getting in trouble like there's people like twittering like 24 fucking 7 i'm now making a sandwich i'm now chewing my sandwich i am now flatulating i was like i don't fucking (laughs) need all this and then like i just go i woke up today Good night, everybody. And I'm like, <laughs> as I'm spacing that out, like my my 15 hour day that I seem to be taking, people are like, so what are you been up to, Kevin? What are you doing? Why aren't you twittering? I was like, I'm just having a normal fucking day. This will not entertain you in the least. I was like, leave me the fuck alone. It's your flatulating, please. I, I first I opened my Twitter account last week, and the first day I spent all day on it, yeah, just twittering away, and I loved it. It was and I uh, for so long I was so against it. Yeah. I was I wasn't gonna do it. And I finally gave in and, it's like and a did it. Chat room on your fucking phone, yeah, which is and, appealing. And for it a was bit. fun. And yeah. then, but yeah, I'm kind of already burnt out, a little bored with done it. I'll still done. have it. Yeah. I like following famous people on it. Oh. Like if you follow Rain Wilson, it's hilarious. And Kevin Smith. I, yeah, I follow Kevin Smith. Yeah. Those were like, great. <laughs> and I think that's I think that's why it's taken off. It's because yeah. a bunch of celebrities got it. People love to follow celebrities. But I did notice it has not caught on overseas really you cannot find anybody from the uk who has jesus a, a twitter no bjork or anything like that no neil gaiman does today i leaned into the wind but like i tried to find I wore my swan outfit yeah i tried to find like a bunch of english actors and musicians and there's, um, there's nothing no not yeah. at all they're hipper than us you know that right <laughs> fuck Everyone wants to play a show in America, and I don't understand why. While well, the They're top doing... twenty that they have across seas is so much better than ours. I, I'm discovering the way they do television over in the UK, and mm. I think I like it so much better. In that you you present your your concept, and you know you do a pilot like you normally would, but you get you do a series as opposed to a season of a show. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's so much smaller. You you do like a series of seven episodes and if it's successful, you do a second series of like another seven episodes or mm-hmm. so. And I'm using spaced as the format. They did seven. Yeah. Um, I think the office did five mm-hmm. each, each series. Damn. And that's, that's pretty normal. Two series of five episodes. That's actually pretty successful mm-hmm. from what I understand. And, and yet here, like we we try to like pack it in so much, and like you know, there's this. Big That's the American money. way, though. Yeah, there's this big, go big money, go home. It's this big Hollywood oh, industry. You know, big that ass needs, fries. <laughs> you know, you need a show with seven seasons, and if it doesn't work the first two episodes, it's gone. And yeah. like, and, and I, it's just it's kind of scary. <laughs> I, I think British television is a lot less intimidating. I'm talking about this because I've been watching Spaced, which is one of the greatest TV still shows. haven't watched that it's yet. really it says the guys from fucking um Shaun of the dead yeah. and stuff like that right? yeah it's it's kind of where they started and yeah. edgar wright directed it and it, you could see all of his little nuances as a director that that i that i love and simon pegg's in it and nick frost and they're hilarious nice. and it's just a 
bajillion nerdy sci-fi references. I'm all about that. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled a 12. 20 sci-fi. Like, if you were playing a drinking game for every Star Wars reference, you know, mm. you'd be nice. pretty wasted first five minutes in this show. <laughs> Good lord. So long as it's not vodka. I'm not a fan of vodka. Strictly a whiskey, man. But There's it, another Mormon contradiction. <laughs> I tend to drink. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I... But they, they, they're trying to remake every single UK show that's successful. They did it with The Office. Oh, we're out of fucking ideas. And it, oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's... Like, for a country that's so obsessed about plagiarism, and every other week there's a musician, this fucker ripped me off and stuff like that. We're just yeah. stealing it. Like, Ugly Betty, that shit was huge. It was La Feo or yeah. something like that. That was yeah. a Hispanic TV show and yeah. shit. And, and we uh, stole The Office. And that's all I mean, we even do the nowadays. big movies that come out. Remakes. You know, Wolverine is out, which yeah. I'm not excited about. I am excited about Star Trek, but I mean, how? That's not original at all. No, um, I, I can't th- really think of a movie that's coming out this summer that is original. Crank Two. <laughs> uh, yes. Dude, I'm all about like senseless action movies. It's just they give you like this really like sm- slight plot to say like, oh, I guess that's it's really far fetched, but it's like okay, I understand the premise of it. And it just gives them an excuse to blow shit up. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> manly testosterone. You know, that's not me. I've never really been one for really? action movies. I go back and forth. Like, I love action movies, senseless action. Love kung fu movies. Love cheesy okay, movies. Kevin, and I love- you, you do have to admit this: that huh. your favorite genre of movie. Is well, kind of like romantic movies. You're, you love chick flicks. I love chick flicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, because I have no romance in my own life. That's why. Like I said, but that, I think that's that, fu- that's it was funny. Ashley in English class. It's as far as no, I've if gotten. you if you get a good chick flick and it's actually good and it's yeah. watchable, then... not like Kate and Leopold or something like that. <laughs> like Moulin Rouge is brilliant. Well, that's a musical. Uh, and Shaun really of the Dead is a romantic comedy with zombies. True, <laughs> adorable. That's why it's fucking great. But... Yeah. What is another good romantic? Uh, like I, it took, I was fucking years and years against The Notebook, finally watched it. I was like, that's a touching movie. Really? Oh, that's really sad. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to watch I it. I was fucking against it for years. <laughs> and Charles Chuck Taylor is like, you need to watch this. It's the only other slightly straight guy that, <laughs> that is on par with watching chick flicks. And I'm like, yeah! We're all like, manning up for it. We're just like, <laughs> I, I, don't th- I don't think my wife likes chick flicks. Oh, yeah? Which is why I think I... Stay away from Almost every relationship that I've been in, it's like you fucking like chick flicks. You fucking. <laughs> I was like, man, I also love senseless action flicks. And like, you fucking. There's, there's no really gray I, area. I like movies me. that that kick me in the balls. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. like where I'm just like after I'm watching it, like holy crap. Like I I liked Watchmen. Yeah. And you know, again, it's a, it's a remake of a comic book. The comic book's fantastic. I don't know how great yeah. they did, or I'm not going to argue that point. But the movie was relentless yeah. in its. You know, and even if it's just the story that's like that, you know, it, it, it's just it leaves you with this feeling where you're just kind of like, what? <laughs> yeah, that, that's what that's what I mean. That does that make any what sense? What was the blue guy's name? Who was um Doctor Manhattan? Doctor Manhattan, yeah. yeah, the Manhattan Project and stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, thought, I thought that was hella cool, but like, you know how like I was thinking because you're so distracted by that blue cock in the whole movie and stuff like that. <laughs> like, you know how you usually walk home like with strippers like glitter on, like, like not like we go to strip clubs, but you know the no, I've the never whole kind of, yeah. experienced that. Because they make porno makes me sad. So strip clubs would probably just if it's right in my face, just this really <laughs> sad boobs in my face, I would probably just not be able to. Right. So I've never gone because I don't even want to see what I'm like there. And um, just that, like, you know, you get that stripper makeup on your shirt and stuff like that, <laughs> glitter, and like probably a little bit of, like, you know, a little bit of lipstick smear and stuff like that. What if your wife comes home and just blue lips? 
Ah <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> Manhattan cock. Like, how do you? I don't. Top I don't think. I don't think it's like the Blue Man Group, though. Like, like it's the, not. It's not grease paint. paint. <laughs> yeah. Just, I. I think it's. <sighs> like I would just. I would. I don't know. I would not com- compete with Manhattan cock because that man. You saw how big he can get. That man can pack that like, fucking loincloth that the army gave to him really? and stuff like that. Like I was <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Maybe that gauges people like, man, that guy apparently he doesn't have a lot to work with. I was, I, like, I was, I was upset. Decent sized cock, but I was like, Manhattan's cock. It was on a <laughs> huge fucking screen, and maybe that's what made it more big and impressive. Yeah, but, I was more upset that that's yeah. what people talked about after the movie. Yeah, that was the main <laughs> focus of everyone. I like, I like the movie, not in the way I that you're talking about. Like, up. you're making fun of it, but yeah. people were, who were like, oh, that that movie was just ruined for me because there was a giant penis. What's wrong with penis? And, and you know, it's just, women have been like, they boobs and. Not a whole lot of vag, but definitely a lot of bush, like everywhere I and stuff like that. I am all for, for years and years. Like the Judd Apatow movement of bringing full frontal Cock. male nudity yeah. back like into how, cinema. Like, I, tons I of people am walked for that. out on uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, right? I just saw tons of you cock know what? Like, Oh my God, no. I think Jason Siegel is one of the greatest actors we have yeah. around. Nudity. He's hilarious. He was brilliant in Freaks and Geeks. Mm-hmm. And I. Now he's doing um, How I Met Your Mother, right? Oh yeah, and which is which is very successful with Doogie mm-hmm. Hauser, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. Um, but that's a man I, who loves the cock. Right I mean, there, he's I, he's Harris. just has no shame. Yeah, he'll just do it, and he and I I, I applaud him for it. Honestly, I'm impressed by him. I, yeah, I don't miss a movie with him in it. Which, if you've ever seen Freaks and Geeks, he doesn't do full frontal nudity. Oh. I still haven't. Yeah, it's 18, it's it's great. I sixteen year old Mary has it, doesn't? Yeah, she? yeah. I still haven't yeah. watched it. And still watched oh, it. And I'm watched, a fucking huge Jet Apatow fan. The entire series is is great, and um, but he even does a, like a whole scene in just like a little speedo underwear. Which I don't know why we're talking about this and why like I'm excited <laughs> huh? about this. Yeah, but I, I, I just I just applaud someone who can do that because yeah. he because he's kind of like me. In that, in, in his build and stuff, and yeah. it, nothing really to be like too proud of, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he'll do it anyway. You know, that's that's all. I wouldn't have to do that. You just give me a wet nap, and that'd be blah. <laughs> that's all I really need to cover up my shit. <laughs> oh, but um, but yeah, no, like uh, I'm, also, I'm, also I'm all about the, the also just just uprising know, of cock. Huh? The the girl who played Lindsay was adorable. So Lindsay, Lindsay, I just had to you know balance out my. Straightness. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I can't sit in here and talk about Jason Singles' yeah, people, dick the whole time. And, <laughs> that guy <laughs> loves action movie because it's all testosterone, and then he yeah. loves romantic flicks, and now he's talking about blue penis. <laughs> yeah, That's that what this has turned into. <laughs> yeah. Did you think that this is what our podcast was going to be? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, talking like, about the things that make us incredibly gay <laughs> and penis. I, this is about introductions, and I think it's you need to be honest Are with the people that you're pitching that? to. Um, yeah, I think so. We've done about about an hour and 20 minutes of... No, 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 you don't count that. That's take one, that's what that is. Or that's your line, yeah. that's how many minutes and seconds and shit like that. So we're almost at two hours of introductions. That's 12 minutes. Yeah, I know. Well, I guess. It's long <laughs> I don't care. This is a lot. We're 20-something. That's, that's how many years you have to pick up <laughs> right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Vegas. Oh, we'll get to Vegas someday. But I guess that's also a main point of the podcast to tell you I, how how fucked up the city is. I guess you know it is. But I get in a fight with my wife all the time because she hates it here and she wants to move and she wants to leave. And she grew up in places like South Carolina mm. and upstate New York and Missouri. And she went to school in Buena Vista, Virginia, which beautiful place. These are gorgeous, gorgeous places. And then I move her here, dirt to this <laughs> dirty desert. You know. 
two hours from anything. There's definitely a psychological point to it. Like everything's made out of stucco, everything's brown, everything's yeah. dirt looking, and then yeah. you look to the focal point of the whole city. Gorgeous and lights, it's, but it's a, but it's a on. facade. It yeah, will, it is. It will be completely different in five years. Yeah, and nothing lasts here. And the I think my whole point, and that I brought this up to her, is like, I, it's not that you know I I do hate it here mm-hmm. I, hate I hate this it town. here too but I like the convenience of it but though. it's kind of like I don't want to give up on it yet yeah it's like I grew up here I was born here I've seen it change and culture has to come around sometime yeah, it's, it it's, fluctuates here you don't I don't think people realize how young this city is like this city was a town mm-hmm. until the 90s like it really I mean that's not a long time. That's mm-hmm. almost twenty years of it being a city, and it's it's still got a small town vibe. Even when it, even in the early days when it had, you know, big populations of transient people coming in and staying at hotels, mm-hmm. the city itself was so small, and it still feels that way. And it really is a small town in every other sense of the word. But it's it's grown a lot, and I think with that, it's starting to become something of its own. You know, it's. It's what St. Louis was, and I use St. Louis as an example because mm-hmm. that's where it's my mission, so yeah. that's a city that I know yeah. fairly well. It's what St. Louis was in the 17th century, you know, or the 18th century, the 1800s. Do you think Ghost Towns is a passe? Do you think we're beyond that point as a society? Like, this, it's impossible for this place to just be fucking ghosted, you think? Well, because I think if that was the case, then Detroit and St. Louis would both. Yeah, but Detroit's fucking be, dangerous be now. Gone. That place should be ghosted. But <laughs> like, it's most, and the downtown area is mostly abandoned from what I heard. And that's what St. Louis is like. There's a lot of abandoned areas, but there's this, these suburbs around it. I think that's, I think that's what. Suburbia is what's saving it? You know, what the fuck? but Nevada is interesting because it has a lot of ghost towns. Yeah. And the reason is, is because there's, there's mining here, mm-hmm. but there's nothing else that would drive a civilization here. And that, I think that's kind of the point is that Vegas was, put here as a stopping point between Salt Lake between and, interesting places <laughs> and Los Angeles or Phoenix and Los yeah. Angeles you know Salt Lake there's natural resources there Los Angeles is by the beach that's not gonna screw this up is it oh. um, you know there's usually civilization starts and flourishes where there's water and there's not that here. Yeah. And eventually they build the dam and Lake Mead and everything, but that's still not quite enough. The to... worst man-made water, no yeah. demand. <laughs> it, it, so it's kind of like it it defies all rational logic of civilization mm-hmm. to have this city here and to have it turn into what it's turned into. And I think other attempts at that kind of failed in Nevada, frankly. Um, and that's why we really have... Las Vegas, Reno, mm-hmm. and then I guess Elko, yeah, and that's Pahrump, uh, Well, no, I Carson mean, City. <laughs> but I mean, if you think of any other state, like Arizona, you yeah. can think of Phoenix, Flagstaff, um, multiple cities. We yeah. we literally only have like three in this giant effing state. Yeah, and Reno, I don't think is con- like it's it's a city, but hardly. And then yeah. there's like Carson. Which is the capital, so that makes it a city, but that's it, mm-hmm. you know. And everything else kind of borders Vegas, though. Everything else is just a small town, and they're mm, hundreds of miles apart, and so it's just kind of like this in between thing. And Henderson, I, they, you know, I wonder how small town fucking life works. The only thing I have to learn, like, no, go by, is like that fucking Journey song. That's the only thing I know about <laughs> small towns. But. I've lived in a small town for a little bit. Really, on my mission, yeah. Um, Warrenton. How was that? You know, it's it's weird. Everybody knows everybody, and everybody's in everybody's business. Exactly mm. everything you've heard. Did someone ride the <laughs> cliche? Took the westbound train going anywhere? Did anyone? Just, I just I don't. Know? It's it's really full of a lot of people that 
just like big open space and privacy and just want to be left alone kind of and then there's and then people who just have nothing and it's cheaper to live there than it is in st charles or st louis and that's kind of the that's basically what it's made up of so i mean there's not really a middle class, really. Yeah. I mean, there is, but there's like the wealthier middle class and then like a lower class. I think there's someone out in the middle of nowhere and saying, let's make a 20 something podcast <laughs> about this wide open vertigo esque place. But I mean, back to Vegas, it's kind of. So I, I think I want to stay here just because I think it's. It might be at the peak of something interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have the killers come from here. Not, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. Panic at the disco. <laughs> I, I just think it's starting to turn into something and I. And I, I there's definitely a whole lot of eyes. Like the outside world, definitely is looking at Vegas because we have so many yeah. spin-offs, shitty TV it, it, shows, movies. Yeah, it's hard to feel like there's a complete underground scene here, and I think a lot of people complain about that. But, but I think there is, and I think we just don't realize it. <laughs> we just feel so dominated by the man and by this posh, you know, um, party thing that's happening. That's yeah. so. Fake Very and, skeezy. Is yeah, all it is. you know, and it's like the Palms with Britney Spears and yeah, people like that. Celebrities come here to celebrate their fucking. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I'm like I don't want to pay that, eighty dollars to attend your birthday where you just right. But, it up. but that's kind of like I think that's how people view Vegas. I wish people did that for me. I want to pay you eighty <laughs> bucks so we could celebrate your life. January fucking first. Come someday, on down. Maybe maybe, maybe maybe someday. But um, I I th- I think there's there's something here that might be tapped into soon. Mm-hmm. If not, then I'll leave. <laughs> I think that's the kind of feeling that most people have that, that grew up here. Like, like a, like a, huh? What? I think it was like, like, I was pointing at a time. I was like, that's pretty good point to wrap it up. Leave them for some more right there. Okay. Definitely a place growing culture. We've got lots of yeah. shit to talk about. Yeah. Whole kinds of things are happening and whatnot. Definitely kind of create some kind of culture. Hopefully this might play a part, but I doubt it. It'll be like, <laughs> people like, you know, those fucking assholes sitting on that ugly ass couch in their, in their room and stuff like that. Just talking shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's, I think that's, that's what the this point of this. I had an idea of what this could be and, yeah. you know, and we didn't get to it today, but basically about like what the internet is and yeah. how cool it is to have the internet. I don't think people think about it. I think people take it for granted. Yeah. But we're not going get to get to that today because there's burgers waiting for us. Yeah. But... Fucking hungry. <laughs> Brain matter and the, yeah. the waitress with one arm who killed a man on a motorcycle. <laughs> so if anyone's listening to this, we appreciate it and you probably know us anyway. If yeah. you don't know us and you're listening to that, then to this, then that's... I appreciate the dedication. Then we've done forth. better than we, than we thought we would. Absolutely. And so I guess we'll wrap it up there and yep. any last words? Oh, no. I'm Kevin Van Drew and... I'm Cody Schaefer and this is our stupid ass podcast. Yeah. Have a... A great time. Bye-bye.